1: Hello and welcome back
2: to the Rams Talk Preview Show. It's the first one of these I've done for a little while, so hello everyone. Um and today I'm joined by a really special guest. Uh it's Richard Moss from the Talking Town podcast, and he's going to tell us all about Ipswich Town. Uh Rich, how are you?
0: I'm I'm good, Jake. Not too bad. Um I was talking to you before I had a little look at your boys on Saturday, went to Peterborough. Yeah. <laughs> Not great, was it?
2: I know, less said about that, the better. Less said about that, the better. <laughs> um, but but looking at you guys, I mean, I've got some stats here uh, because they're obscene. Uh, you've won your last six in a row. Um, you're unbeaten in 11. You've got one defeat in 16. You score the most goals per game and you also concede the least goals per game. I mean, sum up the season so far because statistically it looks unbelievable.
0: Yeah, and no, if, if you look at it like that and you think it in how third, with obviously hoping that Plymouth and Sheffield Wednesday, obviously they lost on Sunday to Forest Green, hoping they slip up. Look, we don't lose many games. We've lost four games all season. Probably what's a little bit of a problem, Achilles heel, we've drawn 12. So if you look at the table, we've drawn four more games than Plymouth, Sheffield Wednesday, and there's a lot of games there. I don't know if you remember, we went to Charlton, sort of, uh, I think it was October time, 4-2 up in injury time, somehow... We drew 4 all. You'd never see another game like it. 2 nil up against Sheffield Wednesday away. But we don't lose many games. We're hard to beat. Score a lot of goals. Uh, obviously, seven clean sheets. As we speak, 686 minutes without conceding a goal, which is the best in the country this season. So, touch wood, that does continue on Saturday. Your goal was a little shy of what I see at Peterborough on Saturday. But, but football doesn't work like that, so... You never know what's going to happen. But it's been a good season so far. But now we're getting to the business end. We've got nine games to go. We're trying to work out how many points we're going to need to be in the top two. It it looks at one stage it it was just going to be for Wednesday. They've lost the last two games. So now I think it's probably four teams chasing two spots. Obviously, Barnsley play Exeter tonight away. Tough game for them. But I'd expect Barnsley to win the form they're on. So Mm -hmm. it's just a case of at the minute... We've got to do our stuff. We can, we've got no sort of got no control over any other teams. We just have to win, win as many games. as We've, we've won six on the trot. I've worked it out. I I think, like I say, it, it's this is the time of season, isn't it? When you're all doing your sums and win this game, win this game. You <laughs> might draw there. I, I've gone for seven wins in the last nine, and that would take us to ninety-six points. Now, any other season that wins the league, but there'd be no guarantees if we get to ninety-six that that gets in the top two, which is it's madness
2: isn't it, when you think of it yeah it is crazy isn't it um and for contrast on the podcast on sunday uh chris from from our pod said he'd be surprised if we won two of our last eight so i think that shows the the contrast form of of both teams and yeah, how well you guys are doing. Um, and when you look at us, how well you're doing in, in comparison to us at the minute. You've hit form at exactly the right time. You said you barely lose any games. I mean, just four defeats all season so far is ridiculous. Um, I think we've lost four games in the last month alone. And, you know, yeah, when, when you think about it that way, it's yeah, pretty ridiculous. Um, but I want you to, to cast your mind back to our previous fixture. Um, you beat us 1-0 at Portman Road. Um, typically, it came from a, a mistake from us, yep. uh, which was pretty frustrating because uh, I thought we actually marshaled you quite well for the majority of the game. Um, how do you think that went?
0: Yeah, obviously, it was live on Sky and we wore the black kit, and our mm. third kit, which is, uh, I think, record selling. I think we sold over 50,000 of the three kits this season. Look, it was a really tight game down ours and it, was, it, was, it wasn't a lot between the teams if you look at that game. Um, and it was obviously a mistake. I think it was at Curtis Davis.
2: It was Davis. Right, yeah.
0: Jackson, Caden Jackson. Uh, went that he should have scored. He's hit the post, but um, Wes Burns was there on the spot, followed it up one nil, and then we had a, a penalty later on, and we missed that. But yeah, look, we probably just about edged that game. There, there wasn't a lot in that game, and there was a stage in this season, a few games ago, probably seven or eight, where it looked as though Derby, you would, you could have caught us because we you played quite well, <laughs> and it shows how. Football football's really fickle because we've won six on the spin. But before that, I remember going, I went to Bristol Rovers on a Tuesday um, about six weeks ago. And it was nil-nil. It was a dire game. Our <laughs> captain ended up arguing with some of our fans at the end of the game and the wheels were falling off. And at that stage, there was even talk of some people we might even miss out on the playoffs. So we've added it. We, When you look at the fix, I know that there's no easy games, but. It's been quite kind. We've played teams like Burton, Forest Green. We played Akron in there. Games that we really should be expected to win. If we're going to be anywhere near the top of the division at the end of the season, these are the teams that you need to beat. I know you've got no divine right to beat them, but we've won six. But now comes hard game Saturday, going to Pride Park. We've still got to go to Peterborough. We've still got to go to Barnsley, which we should have played last Saturday, which was was cancelled. Funny story there. Mm. We should have been three international call-ups, so we'd cancelled the game. And then Greg Lee, who's our reserve left-back, He'd been called up for Jamaica. We've got the paperwork. And then suddenly he wasn't called up for Jamaica. So in the end, oh. <laughs> the game could have been played. And we had obviously Wes Burns playing for Wales and Nathan Broadhead, who scored his first goal against Croatia. Two really crucial players. So that's probably helped us a little bit that that game got cancelled. And that's that's the third last game of the season. Now, that could be, could be massive. It could be massive. It's on a Tuesday night up there. But before then, we've just got to go game by game. As fans, look, you can get ahead. You can, as players and managers, they'll say, we'll just concentrate on the next game. And Saturday's going to be a tough game. You know, I'm under no illusions coming to Pride Park that it's going to be easy for town. What I see on Saturday, I think if we could keep you quiet for the first 15, 20 minutes, nick a goal, I think your fans, like any fans, you get a bit edgy, you get a bit nervy, you've not done well in the last five or six games. And we've got to, I think we've got to play on that and take advantage. Whereas you'd probably want to come out, fast start, if you get a goal totally different game
2: hmm. yeah yeah i think you're right um i mean i've said already about the contrast in form we've won four of our last 14 coming into this fixture so yeah people will be nervous people will be that's what we went through jake we were well, four exactly
0: four in 15 before the six wins on the trot and it was people saying yeah but look at the money we spend have quite a big <laughs> season when you look at other teams in this league it doesn't Guarantee you anything; it gives you a bit of a better chance. But they were saying the exact same things about this, so it shows you how football can it can change round, and you just need to make a bit of luck. Referee decision. I see, obviously, Saturday watching from a neutral point of view. I always bemoan the referees in our games. The official on Saturday, I thought he was dreadful, and I'm thinking, if you look across the league, every week you see. I know. Look, <laughs> referee, is not easy. I'm not saying it's easy by any stretch of the imagination, but I just think that. Some really, really poor officiating this season. Not only in League yeah. One, I think across across the board. Oh, definitely.
2: Being... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Um, yeah, when it when it's in the Premier League and people are still getting things wrong with with video assistant referees, yeah. you know, okay. it does make you question it. But yeah, not not an easy job. Um, but speaking of not easy jobs, so Derby's defence have got to contend, as I said already, with. Probably the best attack in the league, and I'm just looking at the uh, the top scorers, and you've you've sort of got two top scorers that are really big sort of drop before the next top scorer. So you have got Conor Chaplin on 16, Freddie Ladapo on 12, and then expert and player Marcus Harness on five. So it's a bit bit of a, a drop yeah. from second to third. Um, Colin Chaplin i mean he's not he's not a striker is he he's not a striker but he, he he just seems to not stop scoring could you could you talk through his season yeah he's got i think he's got six six braces he's got this season
0: he hasn't managed to hit a hat trick yet he sort of goes in little spells he had a good start to the season then he had a quite few games look he's a good player he's probably another player who really shouldn't be playing in this division he dropped down from barnsley i think he came because obviously paul cook former manager he mm. played with him under him when he was at Portsmouth, so I think that was sort of the link there. Probably thinking right, one season, possibly two. Now you have people saying if we don't get promoted this season, some of there'll be teams sniffing around some of our better players. But he's he's a massive part, not just not on the pitch. He does a lot of work in the community uh, with the Ipswich Town Foundation. You know, he's he's a, and he's really, I've met him several times. Really great guy. I think we've got really good team spirit. But I'd say he's our talisman. I think personally, if you look through the stats, scores more goals at home than he does away. Not saying he doesn't play well away, but I'm hoping in these remaining nine games he can. We've got five away, so if he could get five or six goals in these away games, and, and that could it could make all the difference. But yeah, he's a really good player. Um, interesting stuff about Ladapo. I don't think he'll probably play on Saturday, Jake. He's not played the last two games. We've got George Hurst uh, coming on loan. And he scored at Bolton, scored against Shrewsbury. We chased him in the summer. We couldn't get him. He went to Blackburn. But now we've got him in January. And I think McKenna is, I think he's a big fan because I think he, he sort of wanted him. Like I say, early in the season, didn't get him. And I think he's proving now, when he came in, it was a little bit of a slow start. He obviously, I don't think he scored a goal for Blackburn, but he didn't complete in 90 minutes. But he showed now he's getting fitter. He's learning how we play. Great goal he scored at Bolton the other week when we beat them 2 0 away. And I, I personally, I, I can't see. I know we didn't play last Saturday. This was another thing about McHenry. He always used to tinker a little bit. But the last few weeks, he seems to set on an 11. He might do the odd change here and there. But I, I'd say on Saturday, we haven't played for, for two weeks. I'd be surprised if there's any changes. I, I think I'd go with the, the same 11. That'd be three on the bounce, three um, that we played the same team. Sort of getting them combinations working. And, um yeah, look, it's going to be a good game. We're bringing over 3,000. I think nearly three and a half have sold out. Big expectation now coming. I know there'll be a lot of town fans thinking, oh, yeah, Derby, all we'll run. We'll go out there and turn them over. Tough game. Tough game. <laughs> this will be one of our toughest games we've got left because you're a little bit of a wounded animal. And for me, I don't like that sometimes. I like going to a team when they're in form. When... You're, you're, you've you're got people doubting now that you're going to make the playoffs. It's, it's, mm. it's closed right up, hasn't it? With Peter Burrow there, like a point behind you. So One point, yeah. Paul Warren's a good manager. You know, he's a good manager. He knows what it gets takes to get out of this division. You might not get out this season. He'll get you out eventually. I think you've, he's a real shrewd appointment there. But um, we'll just have to wait and see what happens on Saturday, mate. I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. I can't wait. It's, it's like we've had no football for two weeks. You know, the international break. Who, who likes international breaks? right in the crux of the season where it's like every game's (laughs) going to count and you've got to have two weeks, you're sort of waiting around, you're thinking, oh, come on, hurry up. And We're nearly at Saturday and yeah, we'll all be there. Can't wait.
2: (laughs) I know. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. Uh, I think you'll probably, as we've said already, probably come with a little bit more confidence than us. But as you say, there's always a chance. There's always a chance. But looking at other players you've got that have performed well, so your three highest rated players are... Lee Evans, Sam Morsey, and Leaf Davis. Uh, is his name actually pronounced Leaf? Because Davis. I've, I've, yeah, Leif. I've, I've never heard of anyone called Leaf before, but he, oh. he seems to be doing the business. He's, uh, he's, funny, got, what, he's a um, Yeah,
1: it's
0: funny. I went to um, a test match with one of my friends, Colin, uh, England, India, Edgebaston. As we were coming out, we were rumored to be signing him, and we bumped into a guy wearing a Leaf shirt. So we cottoned onto him and said, What's this Leaf Davis like? And he was raving about him. So He'd been at Bournemouth uh, on loan last season. I think he played about ten games. We, look, we paid up one and a half million for him, so he's 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 not come cheap. And he came in. He gave a penalty away in the first game. He'd been on tour with Leeds in Australia. I think that week, and he's come back. I was quite surprised he started the first game, and he he started quite slowly. Look, he's takes corners. We've got quite a lot of goals from corners. We've gone from probably the worst in the league. To, I think, over 30% of our goals now come from set pieces. He's got a real good left foot, gets down that line, puts crosses in. I'll, I'll probably think Connor Chaplin will probably win player of the year. But Leif Davis, mm. for a first season, he's come in 10 assists. He is up and down that line. He's got an engine on him. And he's only young. You'd say, if I'm liking him to anybody, a little bit like when Aaron Cresswell played for us and he mm. went on to big things at West Ham. He's had a really good career in the Premier League. Now, I you might be getting a little bit ahead of myself. I think Davis <laughs> definitely play championship. Can he play a higher level than that? I don't know, but we've got to get there first. You know,
2: mm. <laughs> no
0: guarantees we're going to get out this season. Sam Morsey, I'd call him. He's the heartbeat of our team. You know, he's the captain. Interesting, right? He was on nine bookings. He's gone. He loves a yellow card, Sam. He went... <laughs> Nine games without getting a book in. He got one book in his last 16 to avoid. He'd have had a two match ban with the 10. It's been reset now. <laughs> now, if I'm a betting man, so he's the last game. <laughs> cut off, He avoided that. If I'm a betting man, get your money on Sam Morsey getting a yellow card on Saturday. <laughs> Guaranteed. He's got 16 <laughs> games. He's had one. He's got nine without any. It, I, it wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, he's a really good player. Drives us on in the middle pitch. Lee Evans is actually injured. Don't think we'll see a lot more of him um, for the rest of the season. But we've been look, we've been lucky. We signed Massimo Luongo, signing from Middlesbrough. It was it mm-hmm. Sheffield Wednesday? Bit of a injury record. He's come <laughs> in, and then the last three games, he's he has him and Morsi suit how each other play. Before they had Morsi trying to get forward, not his game. Just sit there. That's what he does. Sam Morsi. He's, he's never going to be a box-to-box midfielder. I think they were trying a little bit, trying to turn him into that. And I thought, no, that's not his game. He's He can just sit in front of that back four, dictate play. Luongo, good player. There's only... The only thing that worries me a little bit about him is his injury record. But hopefully, mm-hmm. touch wood, he can play a massive part um, between now and the end of the season because we've had a few injuries in the middle of the park. You know, we had a lad called Cameron Humphreys who's come through. He's 19, played a lot of football this season. But I think this is stage of the season now when you need them players with a little bit of know-how, a little bit of Nouse, they've got the experience in the middle of that pitch and um, I think you'll probably see Saturday they'll they'll look to dictate play and if we can win that midfield battle which we did when we went to Bolton away, I think it could go a long way to sort of um, hopefully winning the game for us.
1: Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
2: Mm. Yeah, I mean, some of the players and the fees and things that you've mentioned there, There's, uh, I, I think that shows, I guess... You know, one of the reasons why you're up there, you know, is if you've got the money, spend it. I'm, I'm. you know, all for that. I I. I don't see why people complain when, you know, especially the, I wouldn't necessarily, I can't speak. I wouldn't necessarily say just the larger clubs in the league, but when teams spend money and they spend it on the right players and they invest in the right places at the right time, I think yeah. it works. And I think you've shown that. Um, I was it's a weird story. I was on holiday in Sorrento before the season started, and uh, we made friends with a couple who are Ipswich fans, and and they were raving about all the signings that they were bringing in and saying, you know, we're gonna definitely gonna you know push for the top two. And I was like, are you sure? Because obviously I, I hadn't even heard of some of these players. And then here you are pushing could potentially get what high nineties in points at yeah. the end of the season, and you've invested really well. So yeah he uh, you know I I wish we could do that obviously we couldn't spend a penny this season which has made it tough but you've invested in the right places and I think yeah you've done the right things and you know you look at some of the players I mean I know ratings on football apps mean absolutely nothing whatsoever um, but you've got the highest rating in the league like on average and I'm looking through and you've got what eight players that average over a seven every game like that's that's ridiculous. Like You don't see that yeah. in any league.
0: I think when you say about money, but I think with money, it does come expectation. You know, that's mm. why it's it always said at the start of the season on our pod, the only team that will beat Ipswich will be ourselves. I, th- I think, I and I still say that to this day, if we don't get promoted, we'll only have ourselves to blame. Now, it was a little bit sort of and miss, I'd say, the transfers up to the window. If you look at our transfer business we've done in January, where Sheffield Wednesday, I don't think, they signed um, Aidan Flint. I think he was the only player they signed. They were doing well. Now, I, I was chatting to a few Wednesday fans. I always think you should be looking to improve your team from when you're doing well and a position of strength. Now, they didn't. That could cost them in the, in the end. Possibly. We don't know. Mm. But we signed Luongo. signed Hurst. signed Harry Clark. He came from Arsenal. He was on loan at Stoke. He was at town as a youngster. Then he went to Arsenal. Plays um, right back. Good player. The main signing for me, and hopefully Touchwood, he's playing for Wales, but he's on the bench tonight, Nathan Broadhead. He signed him from Everton. He was on loan last season. He was at Sunderland in this league. He scored, I think, 11 in 20. Then he was at Wigan the first half season. He is, for me, we call him the needle mover on our podcast. He's that player. I think he can make the difference, and I think he can get us out of this league. I don't think, personally, he should be playing anywhere near League One. He Mm. shouldn't be. He's come in, he's got four goals, two assists, scored a great free kick. His first goal was against Sheffield Wednesday when we were 2-0 down at home. Everything was going against us. We were falling apart. Scored mm. a great free kick near half-time. We got two or could have won that game. But I think he's the difference. And it does show if you've got money, you you got. but you've got to invest it wisely. You've got to get the right yeah. people. It's, it's all right saying, yeah, you've got money, but you've still got to sign the right players. You've still got to get the blend. We said that last season, we signed, I think it was 19 players last year under Paul Cook. Looking back now, it was probably never going to work then because that was too many players because we had a mass clear out, obviously, from the manager before. But if you're looking now, they're adding the players at the right time in the right positions. And look, hopefully at the end of the season, it might be top two. It might have to be the playoffs, you know, it might have to be the playoffs because it's going to be a scramble to the end. And if it is the playoffs, I'd still be pretty confident going into the playoffs, with the form that we're on at the minute, I'd still back us to beat anybody. I really would.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. And yeah, you're talking about investing smartly in January. I think all Derby fans listening to this will remember the uh, the Paul Clement January window where we spent something like £15 million and brought in Nick Blackman and players like that and every player we signed in that window was awful and yeah, barely played you. for us and it, it killed us in the end i mean yeah. you know obviously that that january window was part of the reasons why we ended up in administration <laughs> so you know it, it it pays to invest wisely and i think yeah as you've said you've you've invested wisely and, and are reaping the reaping the returns from that um i just want to ask you because we've covered a lot of the team um how do you approach games home and away? Do you sort of play the same way? Do you shut up shop a little bit away from home?
0: We don't. We don't shut up the shop. It's <laughs> people say we've only got one way of playing. That might be right a little bit, but Kieran does tweak it. Um, we get on the ball. We'll, we'll try and control the game Saturday. You'll see. We'll we'll probably dominate the ball. Depends how you set up. Um, if it's me. The only weakness one weakness I would say for Town is Leaf Davis. Great going forward, he leaves a lot of space in behind him. Cameron Burge is right; he's, he plays left side centre back. Good player. If I'm an opposition coach, I would be looking to get him isolated, one v one. Get mm. someone running at him. He's six foot forty. I wouldn't say he's good in the air. Decent League One player. I don't think he's the greatest on the ground. If you can get someone running at him. I think you could. That's where you might be able to hurt us. But yeah, look, we dominate the ball, play it out from the back. I know a lot of our supporters are sort of sitting on the edge of the seat when Walton's holding onto the ball and they're someone's <laughs> pressing in. But that's look, that's how we play. And so far, I don't want to jinx it, but so far we haven't been undone. We we've not given a <laughs> stupid goal. If you watch the highlights on on a Saturday night in the EFL, you'll probably see three or four games where the goalkeepers passed it straight to the yeah. centre or something like. <laughs> we haven't done it so far. And it's the way we play. I like how we play. We beat the press, and then off we go, and we play some really good football. But yeah, we'll, we'll probably look to get on the ball, control the game, and do we shut up shop? Not really. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't ever see. I think sometimes this is our downfall a little bit. I think you. you I think we're learning. Obviously, with Luongo and these players, who have they, they've been there, done it. Sometimes you you have to when you're winning one 0 away from home. You've seen it. You see teams probably come to yeah. play. Fall on the floor, wasting time. It was like Saturday. The fifth
2: the game, minute, yeah.
0: Like Saturday <laughs> of the game, Um, Will Norris, the Peter the goalkeeper, he's got the ball, he's caught, he's gone down. Not injured at all. 70 minutes. He's took the sting mm. out of the game. That's just, that's been professional. I know a lot of people don't like it. Part and parcel of the game now, though, isn't it, Jake?
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It is. Um, we've had some teams time waste from quite literally the first minute. Uh, at nil-nil. so This is yeah. why I hate it, League
0: One. This is why I, hate I know one. You need to get out of it as soon as possible because I think we're personally, I think we set up. We played Burnley in the FA Cup and we we drew them at home and we only lost 2-1 at theirs. They scored right to death. I think we're probably set up more to play against championships. Teams who want to come and play football because like you say, you've seen it, some of these teams, they don't want to come and play you. They're happy mm. to have a low block sit everyone behind the ball but then it's up to you to break them down and you just have to be good enough, don't you?
2: <laughs> That's the bit we struggle with sometimes.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but as someone who's actually been and watched a derby game, um, are there any derby players that you sort of look at that you think could hurt Ipswich?
0: Look, I like McGoldrick. He was at town, big <laughs> fan of his. Strange, though. He played for Forest, and you all like him now.
2: Yeah, That's I know. Forest. really know. after
0: he was at Southampton. They called him um, McGoldrout when he was actually at Forest. But he, <laughs> I watched him Saturday in that game and I thought, now you sort of played him up front on his own, didn't you? Not his game at all. If you get the ball to mm. his feet, it'll cause you trouble. McGoldrick is what, 34, 35. He's not going to chase balls in the channel. He's not going to win your headers. If you're going to do that, you might as well play James Collins up there.
2: No, uh, I mean when you were mentioning um, about uh, Ladapo getting dropped, my first thought was James Collins because yeah, he, he's really struggled since Christmas. But Poor I, I
0: think you probably—I was listening to Paul Warren's interview after the game on Saturday, and he said you might have to change him. I'd, I'd expect you probably to play Collins and McGoldrick at home on Saturday. I think you probably have to, don't you? Because it's a game you need to win the game as well. It's, it's mm. a it's a game that both teams need to win. Draws are no good down at this stage of the season for anybody. If you're chasing promotion, if you're down the bottom of the league, it's wins that are going to get you to where you want to be ultimately at the end of the season. And I I think you'd probably go two up front. I like Cashin at the back, I think he's a really good player. Um, but yeah, I'm not really worried about you boys. I'm worried what we're <laughs> gonna do. Worry about what Darby. <laughs> yeah, big fan of McGoldrick, always been a big fan. I still think he's a really good footballer. And um, if you give him time and space, he'll. He'll score goals. How many What's he got? 16, has
2: he, this season? Yeah, 16.
0: Yeah, so there you go. He's he's still a good player. I know he's, he's knocking on a bit in years, but he's someone, yeah, Saturday I'd, I'd be... James Collins is going to score now, isn't he? I can just... He I is.
2: Can just,
1: yeah, I can just see he's going to score.
2: <laughs> yeah, probably uh, hit him square in the face and go in. He won't even know the ball's hitting. Well, you would take um, that. Would I say, would take that and I'm well, sure Saturday, he would as Saturday, as well. that game
0: I thought Derby played a lot of good football but there was no sort of no stage of that game did I ever really think you're going to open up Peterborough and really hurt him and passing yeah. around and there was no you had no real cutting edge did you I didn't think mm. in that game
2: we've changed the way we play we we played through the middle whilst we went on that really good and beaten run and then we decided we didn't want to do that anymore. And now we're just hoof-long balls down the wing. <laughs> so, yeah. I that, like that's, uh, Mendes, that's
0: Lang, he's, he's
2: obviously... Yeah, he's a good player.
0: Yeah, he's quick and he's played, obviously. He played for Cardiff, high level. Good player. Got a bit of pace. That'd be a good battle, actually, him. And um. I think when you played it as first off, Leif Dover struggled a little bit against him because he was sort of pushing him back. And that's that's where you could hurt us, I think. If you can get... Like I say, you get Mendes Lang up against... Cameron Burgess, I think he could be in business there.
2: Well, yeah, from a Derby perspective, let's hope so. And uh, Richard, this has been class. Thank you so much. Um, you've given me a lot of information. I think you've given everyone a lot of info. It's uh, It's been really I good. To- I-,
0: I just love talking I- football, don't <laughs> me, and I- I talk <laughs> we? I do. until the cows go, moment. It's just, <laughs> when you look at this game, and no disrespect to anyone else, should Derby v Ipswich really be a League One fixture? It shouldn't be, should it?
2: No, nah, Champions League.
0: Well,
2: yeah. there you go. There you go. <laughs> maybe in a few years. <laughs> yeah, maybe in a yeah, couple of decades. Um, so, Richard, what's your prediction? I want a score prediction. Uh, I think I know what it might be.
0: <laughs> I don't think it'll be a lot in the game. But I think you might score. I think our clean sheet record might go. But I think I'll, I'll, I've got to go for a town win. This stage of the season,
1: <laughs>
0: draws are no good. We need to nick a win. I'm not really that bothered how we played, to be quite honest, right now. I want to play well. I'd love to come to yours free-flowing football and stick to a free pasture. But I'd I'd take an edgy 2-1 victory because it's going to be like that. Between now and the end of the season, it's not going to go all our way. There's probably going to be games where we go behind, games where it's going to be nil-nil, probably on 70, 75 minutes. But these are the type of games where it's going to make that difference at the end of the season when it's an odd point. If you look, Jake, as well, look at our goal difference compared to all the other teams up there. We're on plus 41. I think we're 14 better than Barnsley, about 15 better than Plymouth, five, mm. four or five better than Sheffield Wednesday. So when it's this tight, that could make all the difference at the end of the season. People say it's worth an extra point, so it it could be in the shakeup. And hopefully, we don't rely on goal difference, and we go up as champions anyway.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i like it. i like you thinking um to be honest i think it's going to be again as you said really tight uh i'm going to be maybe maybe a little optimistic i'm going to say a one or draw i know that's not the most optimistic choice in the world uh i think it'll be a one or draw i think we'll we'll bounce back and end our, our losing run and yeah hopefully get a point against that's probably not great run. for you though
0: as well is it really when you
2: well, uh, it depends. In the wider context, I think any Derby fan would snap your hand off for a point on Saturday, to be honest. We've got Forest Green after that, so we'd we'd hope that the points would be, be in well, that game. look
1: what they've done to Sheffield Wednesday. I That's know. It. That's
0: what their fans <laughs> were thinking on Sunday. Nice little trip down there. They thought, oh, yeah, we'll go down there. We'll roll him over. Yeah, it didn't work out <laughs> so well for them, did it? So look, I think this is a stage of the season where you're probably going to get some strange results where looking on paper, you'll probably think, yeah, this team will go there they'll beat that. And I don't think it will work out like that. And it's just whoever holds the nerve. And I still think you'll make the playoffs. I still think come come the end of May. I think you go to Sheffield Wednesday, don't you, last game?
2: We do, yeah. You could do us so a massive
0: favour there. <laughs> you, could, you could be. But that's a funny game because obviously you put them down the other season, didn't you?
2: We did, yeah. I uh, know, and they could possibly... Well, well, we won't even think about that. Let's not even think about it. a long that. way off. Um, but right richard it, it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much uh, if people want to catch more of you or find more out right. about what you do and i'll yeah, quickly have
0: this wonderful book
2: go on then it. it's
0: called <laughs> diary of an obsession so colin plum he's a good friend of mine he's been watching town since 1964. so this is his That's journey funny. from 64 wild. to the present day he's wrote a book uh it's available on amazon i think it's about nine pound fifty you don't have to be an Ipswich fan to to buy, it's a great read. I know I'm a bit biased because he's one of us, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's through a fan's eye when he goes to the game. When he's small, he goes with his dad, and then his kids go. Like like anybody, you know, as you're growing up, mm. you know, we all love football. You probably you've been taken by your dad or your granddad or something. So yeah, brilliant book to buy. We've got. I know no derby fans will be interested in this. We've got a, <laughs> actually a launch event on um, Thursday night at Portman Road. We've Nearly sold out. I think we've got nearly 175 people. We've got some ex-players coming. It's going to be a brilliant night. And, uh, yeah, if you want to subscribe, Talking Town podcast, search, you can either search Talking Town on YouTube or Home Dressing Room. Uh, yeah, we look, we try and keep it light We have a few arguments <laughs> on there. It's a, bit, it's a bit loud. It's a bit leery sometimes. But <laughs> we're all pulling in the same direction and hoping that we get promoted. And people like yourself, look, what, what you do is brilliant. And getting people on like myself thanks for having me on mate I, I really appreciate it coming on here and chatting and hopefully um town win and you have <laughs> a great rest of the season
2: i was gonna say yeah thank you very much for coming on mate and uh yeah hopefully i'll be able to have a listen to you talking about derby's win next week but we
0: could actually meet you in the playoffs you never no, know i don't want to think we about could it be here again we could be sitting down <laughs> in a few weeks time <laughs> let's well, let's hope that you're in the playoffs, and we've obviously gone up, and we can put our feet up and enjoy the pain of everyone <laughs> in the playoffs. Because it's not—it's a nightmare, isn't it, the playoffs? You know, know. what it's like. When it's you get there and you think all your seasons are like us. I—I I look at a team like Peterborough. Now, they're the sort of team who I—I I personally, I think we can beat them. But you've seen it so many times when that team nicks in, don't they? They get that sixth mm. spot, and it's like they've got a bit of a free hit and they're quite dangerous. Like I said before, also you've got referees in this league. <laughs> you could get a stinking decision and your season could be over just like that. So I'm hoping we go up. And let's hope you get to Wembley and you win at Wembley and you join us in the Championship next season.
1: Yeah, we'll
2: see you next season. We're all happy. <laughs> yeah, I, I do hope that happens. I really do. But right. Thank you so much, Richard, for coming on. And thank you to everyone for listening. It's been Rams
1: Talk Podcast. Thank you.
0: by fans.